Welcome to Ikoyi Baptist Church. Thank you for tuning into our podcast services. Listen and be blessed. This morning, I want you to turn to the person sitting by your side and tell the person, if the Lord had not been on your side, where would you have been? Tell, tell the person again. Ask the person one more time. Thank you. Just leave the answer to yourself. Don't, don't respond. But I just want you to, to, to start thinking. I want to get you to think of all that the Lord has done for you in bringing you to this day. Setting aside a day in the whole year to give thanks to God is not too special. In other words, it is not too much. When we look around and see where we are coming from and how the Lord has delivered us, we will better appreciate what the Lord has done for us. If every one of us who is seated here will take time to look at how this year started for you and what the journey has been and where you are at this point. Even if you will look at the way you started out in life and see how God has led you. You know, many of us later realize that the hands of the Lord has actually led us. When we look at the things we faced, when we look at the challenges, when we look at the victories, we come to realize that we are here not by ourselves. We are here because God has been good to us. In Genesis 32 verse 10, Jacob, who later became Israel, made a statement. He said, I'm unworthy of the list of the mercies of all the, tr- of all the truth which you have shown your servant. It was, it was, it was going back. And he was looking at what the Lord has done for him. And he said, I'm unworthy. He said, because when I left this place, I had, I had when I crossed this Jordan, but he said, I had only, only my staff. When he crossed the Jordan, he crossed with only his staff. And you know what was his pillow? What was his pillow? Stone was his pillow. So he looked back and said he wasn't worthy. Unfortunately, or incidentally, he looked back. He was at the point where he was faced with another problem that he realized that he needed to thank the Lord. He needed to count his blessings. He needed to see what God has done for him. And so he said he was unworthy of everything that the Lord had done for him. When we realize our feebleness, when we realize our weakness and our nothingness, compared with God's greatness, compared with God's help and his power, we will realize that he alone deserves our praise. When we take time to think about the dangers we have escaped, the enemies we have been able to overcome, not by our own strength, but by the strength and the grace of God. The victory the Lord has won on our behalf, we will know that we are here today, not because of ourselves, but because of the God who supported us. So if we will take time to think, we will take time to count our blessings, we will be able to appreciate God for everything that he has done for us. And we will do it very well. And that is what the children of Israel did, as we, found, as we find in the book of Psalms, chapter 24, 124, that we have read. I will take time to look at what their testimonies were concerning God's deeds and God's work. And now this, the challenge for us is that every one of us will take time to sit down and write out what the Lord has done for us individually, as a family. And in every aspect that you know God has dealt with you, God has been good to you, just write it down and appreciate God. Now, what did God did for Israel? 
according to Psalm 124, verse, verses 1 and 2, it says, If the Lord had not been on our side, let Israel say, If the Lord had not been on our side when men attacked us. What did God do for Israel? Number one, God was on their side. God was on their side. And the, the writer of the psalm stated it twice. said, if the Lord had not been on our side, let Israel say it. If the Lord has not, he had to say it twice to, to, to show that God was on their side more than once. Many times he was on their side. And if you look at the history of the children of Israel, you'll see that God was always on their side. And the only period that he allowed the enemies to conquer them was not because he couldn't, he could not overcome the enemies, but because he wanted to teach them a lesson. And so they said God was on their side. The first thing they realized that God did for them was that God was on their side. The God with unlimited power was on their side. So God being on their side suggests that he was present with them. God was standing with them. God was following them. In every situation that they faced, God was there. Psalm 46 verse 1 says, God is our refuge and our strength. Our what? Ever present help where? God is our ever present help. The one who is always with there, with, with them and who is always with us. So we also can say, what the Lord has done for us is that he's on your side. He's on our side. Can you tell yourself, God is on my side? God is on my side. Isaiah 43 verse 3, God says, when you pass through the waters, I will do what? When you pass through the rivers, I will be where? When, through the, when you go through the fire, it will not? And the flame will not set you ablaze. The Bible says, if God is for you, who can be against you? So the reason why you are here this morning to thank the Lord to sit down amongst human beings who are, who are sane is because God is on your side. Is that, not, is that not enough for you to say thank you to God? Is that not enough for you to appreciate God? God is on your side. And so the children of Israel saw that God was with them. God being on their side suggests that he was their protection. He was there to fight their battles. He was there to win their battles. You also can say this about God. You will not be alive if God was not on your side. So we can say God has been on our side. So the first thing that we see that God did for the children of Israel was that he was on their side. God is on their side and God is on your side. Number two, God did not allow his people to be torn by the enemies. The enemies teeth. Verse six. Verse six. He says, praise to the Lord who has not let us be torn by their seats, the seat of the enemies, the destructive seat of the enemy. All he does with his seat is to tear apart, is to destroy, is to kill. God was there to spare them. Their seats are like the teeth of wild animals with the aim to kill and to destroy. God spared his children from anything and everything that could have led to their destruction. Because God was on their side, when enemies came, they were not strong enough to overcome the children of Israel. Because God did not allow the enemies to tear you apart, that is why you are standing here today. Because you saw them face to face, but God was on your side. God did not allow them to touch you. You are here today because the Lord fought your battles. Not because you are more powerful than the powers that confronted you, but because 
you had a God and you still have a God who has all the power in heaven and on earth. And that God has fought your battles. And that God will continue to fight your battles. Praise the Lord. So, the first thing the children of Israel knew, or they did, was that they told of what God has done for them. You know, when you tell, when you're able to, to say it out, you'll be able to appreciate it better. So, God is on your side, and God did not allow the enemies to tear you with their teeth. Now, what did the enemies of Israel do? Number one, he says in verse two, if the Lord had not been on our side, when men attacked us, the first thing they did was to attack. They came at them. They attacked them. And when the enemy will attack, he's not going to give you proud notice. He just comes. He just comes. In order to show you that he has superior power, he comes. And so the first thing the, the, the enemies did that we see as stated in this passage is that they attacked the people of God, just like they attacked many of us. The enemies attacked. They, they came. The enemies, and then the second thing was the enemies were angry with the children of God. They were angry. You know, verse 3, when, when their anger fled against us. I wanted to just picture how people, some people just get angry. You don't know why they're angry with you. Have you not encountered people like that? They are just angry with you. They are just angry with you. You don't know why. They themselves can't even put to word why they're angry, but they just, they just are angry with you. Because you have a greater God, they're angry with you. Psalm 38 verse 19, the psalmist talked about those who just hate me. He says, many are those who are, who are my enemies, who are my vigorous, vigorous enemies. Those who hate me without what? They don't have any reason. They don't have any reason. They just hate you. If I left for the enemies, they wish that you will not be alive today. Left for the enemies, they wish that you will not, you will not be sane today. Left for the enemies, they wish that you will be begging for food. Left for the enemies, they wish that even though things are so tough, it will be tougher for you. But did God allow them? He didn't allow them. And that is why you are here this morning. Praise be to his holy name. So he said that the enemies were angry. They were angry with the children of God, just like they have been angry with you. But you see, uh, they can be angry with you. They cannot do anything. There's a, there's a funny proverb in, in, in Yoruba that uh, um, the corn that is in, inside a bottle, what will, what will a cock do with it? He just look at it. He can't get to it. Isn't it? Agbadoinuigo. Order for awomoju. Sorry for non Yorubas. In other words, they can just see it. They cannot touch it. So the enemy will just see you. He cannot talk, touch you. That is why you are here today. Can you just wave your hands and say thank you to God? Hallelujah to his name. Hallelujah. That was what the enemies did. Now, what would have happened had the enemies prevailed? Verses 3 and 4. What would have happened had the, had the enemies prevail. 3b says they would have done what? Swallowed us alive. If when they attacked us, if when they were angry with us for no reason, they were successful, they would have been able to do what? Swallow us alive. If the enemy, when he opened his mouth, put you inside, eh? So that you are destroyed and you are not seen. If he was able to do it, he would have done it. But for who? But for who? God, who was on your side? They would have swallowed us they would have 
completely destroyed us so that we are not remembered, so that we are not seen, so that we are not known, so that we are not heard. If the enemy had been able to overcome you, those enemies in the office, those ones in the house where you live, those ones you come across, you don't even know them, but they are just against you. If the Lord had not been on your side. Another thing is that the flood, he says in verse 4, the flood would have done what? Engulfed us. The torrents would have swept over us. The raging waters would have swept us away. If the Lord had not fought that, those battles, the, the problems would have been so much and so overwhelming. And when you, when you have to confront rivers or water or an ocean, what happens? You cannot overcome. It takes the grace of God. But God was there with you. And God granted you victory. He didn't allow the overwhelming troubles that confronted you this year to swallow you completely. And that is why you are alive this morning. And that is why God wants you to praise him. Praise the Lord. What the enemy thought would destroy you. In fact, some of us, the enemy, the enemy didn't know that we'll be here now. He didn't know. And he cannot know. Because the one that is with you is greater than the one that is in the world. No one can confront raging waters and overcome. Yet the Lord was there to spare our lives from all the troubles. He says, also, they would have torn us apart with their seats. They would have injured us. They would have destroyed us. But we give thanks to God that they were not successful. Hallelujah. However, let's see the testimony of Israel. Israel's testimony. Verses 7 and 8. He says, we have done what? We have done what? Escape like, like a bird out of the fowler's snare. The snare has been broken and we have... Hallelujah. We have been set free. You know, when a, a fowler puts a bird in the net, is it that to destroy that bird or to make it maybe a pet? In other words, that bird becomes, it, it takes charge. That bird cannot work out just like he likes. Can, that, can the bird do that? No. It becomes a subject. Except the, the fowler by himself decides to open the, 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 the net. That is when the bird can be what? Can be free, isn't it? But you know, the Bible says that God himself, God himself made a way out. Just like he promised that he will always make a way out. Did he not make a way out? He made a way out. That is why you are here this morning. He made a way out. That is why you can stand this morning. He made a way out. That is why you can sing this morning. He made a way out. That is why you can, you can dance this morning. That is why you can remember that today is Thanksgiving and put on your fine dress and fine shoes and come to church. He made a way out. He opened it. He opened the net. He opened all the places the enemy thought he would put you so that you will not be seen or you will not be heard. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. He not only opened it, but the Bible says, what else did he do? The snare has been what? He broke it so that the enemy will not put it to use again. Hallelujah. So that snare where the enemy put would have put you, the Lord set you free from it and the Lord also destroyed it. Amen. In other words, the Bible says, if the, if the sun shall set you free, you are what? You are free indeed. So you are free indeed. Don't bother about what you are seeing. They are just shadows. They are not reality. 
The enemy is just making the threat. It is for nothing. Because the Lord has set you free. And you are free indeed. So all he is doing is just to fight, fight the final battle. But God has already given you victory. Praise the Lord. The Bible says, we, 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 have, been, we have been able to escape. Like a bird that is in the, in the foulest net. The net has been broken. And so we have been set free. So we give thanks to God. And then in verse 8, it says, our help is where? It's in the name of the Lord. That's another testimony. This help didn't come from man. This help didn't come from me, myself. But the help came from who? The writer of the psalm says, I will lift up my head to the hills. From where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of the heavens and earth. And that is what this children of Israel are saying today. And that is what God wants you to say today. That my help has come from the Lord. That that sickness has not killed, killed you and that sickness will not kill you. is because God has been on your side. Because God has fought your battles. Because God has stood by you. That is why you are still alive today. My help, our help is in the name of the Lord. The name of the Lord. And you know, the, the, the Bible says in Psalm 20 verse 7, it says some trust in chariots, some in horses. Where will we put our trust? Our trust is in where? The name of the Lord. The name of the Lord is powerful. And the Bible says the name of the Lord is what? A strong tower. The righteous run into it, what? And they are safe. Our help is in the name of the Lord. So for you as a child of God, the name of the Lord must not be far from your mouth. Because that is the only place where you can find help. That is the only power that can keep you going. If you do not have anything to tie around your waist. You know, because people, some people need something visible to tie around their waist. To carry, to, to think, to, 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 to eat or to drink, you know, to hang. Something they can see. But you know, our God is with us. Even if we cannot see him, he is with us. He is with us. Because we go with his name. And as we call upon his name, what happens? He answers us. So our help is in the name of the Lord, the maker of heavens and the earth. He has power over everything. Whether they are in heaven, whether they are on earth, according to Philippians chapter 2. And so that is where our help is. So what are you going to do this morning? Or this afternoon, as you come to give thanks to God, the one who has given you victory, the one who has shown you that is on your side. You know, the enemy is cunning. As as many of us, maybe some of you, you woke up this morning and you were asking yourself, okay, so today is Thanksgiving. Do I really have any reason to give thanks? And the enemy will be magnifying that which God hasn't done. It's just like somebody who is putting on white dress. You are putting on white. When people see you with your white, like my pastors are wearing white, they didn't call, they didn't tell me I would have put on white. So all of them, they had uh, a meeting. They left me out. <laughs> but anyway, my gala is white. So. <laughs> Hallelujah. They, they, they said they are, they are in the spirit. So me, I'm not in the spirit. <laughs> Now, imagine that Reverend Oyeni putting on this white now. Sir, please, can, can you stand up? And he has a little stain on this white here. Anyone who comes to greet him, what do you think they will say? They won't notice this, this fine... What will they say? Ah, Reverend, what happened? Ah, there's a stain. 
They will not call attention to everything that is good. But what will they call attention to? And that's what the enemy has done and is doing to some people this morning. So if this morning, what the enemy is calling your attention to is the stain. Is that what God has not done? Can you just take your eyes, eyes off those things God has not done? Look at the beauty he has endowed you with. Look at how he has clothed you. Look at how he has, he has, he has decorated you. Look at all he has done for you. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. And, and what will you do? Even if there is stain in my agbada, okay, what will you do? You spread it. You spread it and do what? And dance. Hallelujah. And dance. Yes, 1,500. Amen. In appreciation of who? So take your eyes off those things that you are still awaiting God to do. Take your eyes off those things that you have not received. Take your eyes off those struggles you are going through. But do what? Focus on those things God has done. Because if the Lord had not been on your side, you would not be here this morning. Let us say like Habakkuk. Habakkuk chapter 3 from verse 17. Let's say Habakkuk chapter 3 from verse 17. He says, though the victory, can we read it together? Though the victory does not board, and there are no grapes on the vines, though the olive crop fails and the fields produce no food, Though there are no sheep in the pen and no cattle in the stalls. 18. 18. Yes. Now, that yet, that yet, that yet does what? Changes everything. It cancels everything. Yet I will do what? I will rejoice. Tell yourself I will rejoice. I will rejoice. I will rejoice in the Lord. I will be joyful in God, my Savior. Verse 19. The sovereign Lord is my... He makes my feet like the feet of a deer. He enables me to go on the heights. For the director of music. Okay. So on the string instrument. So you come with your string instrument to give thanks to who? Who has been on your side? How many of us are ready to dance this morning? Now, even if you don't know how to dance, what will you do? Just shake. Like me, I don't know how to dance, but I will shake. Just shake. Just let your heart be happy. Just, just, just appreciate God for everything that he has done. Can we just rise up this morning, this afternoon, as we just, before we go into Thanksgiving, let's just, just wave our hands and say, Lord, thank you. Thank you for listening. We hope you were blessed. Ikoi Baptist Church is a Bible-believing church located at 5 to 7 Latif Jakande Road in Ikoi of Lagos State, Nigeria. You can find us on Facebook as Ikoi Baptist Church or reach the church directly via phone at 0163-20485 and 0163-20486. For more information, please visit the church website at www.ikoibaptistchurch.org. We look forward to having you back next week.